All right, welcome to Kitchen Open Late, the podcast from the back of house. I'm Chef Frosty. And I'm Chef Kwanzaa. All right, so last week, I promised you some some customer-related stories. Mm. And there's one that just jumps to the front of the pack, I guess, if you will. Uh, So, as I've mentioned before, I've done my time as a server, and I was not not good at it. (laughs) I can imagine. Again, they keep us in the back of house for a reason. <laughs> it's very true. All cooks everywhere. They keep you in the back of house for a reason. So, I was a server one day. And it was during lunch. Because, uh, of course, as a guy who's not the best server, I'm going to get the worst shifts. R- real quick, I'm sorry. Yes. So, when you say you were a server one day, like within your server career, or you were a server literally for one day? No, one of these days during my serving career, I was a server. And I say during the day because that's important. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a nighttime shift, it was just, it's lunch. They're going to give the the cute girls, who are personable, the good shifts. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get the lunch shift where we just need a body to be here for a little while. Sure, sure. So, the restaurant is empty. I mean, fucking empty. Like, there's me, the bartender, kitchen staff, of course, but, like, all the tables ain't nobody. There was one table we had. That's it. And then they ate their food, and then they left, and then as they're leaving, another couple walks in. Older couple. Hmm. So, I'm, you know, doing all the the paperwork related to being a server, you know, like, entering all the information and stuff, just kind of finalizing the order. I wasn't necessarily in the biggest hurry to clean off this table because right. again there's 50 to 80 other tables they could sit at right so they come in and they walk up to the dirty table and they look around like pearl clutching just upset just like oh, what's this the only table available is dirty literally while they're standing next to a completely empty non-dirty ready to be sat at table so what they do is they pick up the plate, they hold it over the ground, and then they tilt it vertically. So all of the debris and stuff just falls right onto the plate, literally at my feet. Onto the floor. Onto the floor. And so I look at them, and they're like, this table's dirty. And so I said, that one's not. <laughs> and they're like, well, we want to sit here. I'm like, well, okay, you'll have to give me a minute to clean off this table. Well, if you're not busy, why do you need a minute? Why can't you just do it right now? I'm like, why the fuck can't you sit anywhere else? Any fucking where else. (laughs) Nobody's going to be upset about you sitting at a clean, perfectly good table. Right. You fucking morons. I hate customers. Yeah. I love them, but I hate them. Mm -hmm. Now, before we get into my hatred of customers, there's a little news story from this week. That I want to go over. Before you get into your new story, yes. I've got my own customer and family related story. Oh boy. <laughs> Please share. So, working at Wendy's, I did the drive through, and I, I'm probably going to get flack for this, but the, the most disliked customer out there is typically angry black women. <laughs> No comment. <laughs> um, probably for the best. Probably for the best. Because uh, no one, no one wants to deal with like one unruly customers. But it's 
some something about that snappy personality that gets thrown into it, especially at like the front counter, where it's like, oh, there's not no ketchup package out here, blah blah blah. blah. It's like, well, I'm sorry, or the ketchup pump's not working, so they're demanding ketchup packets. Mm. It's like, oh, well, I gave you a couple. Well, that's not enough. Like, I didn't know how much you needed. At least I gave you some, and it's just an unnecessary amount of issues. I will say real quick, mm-hmm. there is not a consensus across the board about how much ketchup you get. Right. Some places will give you one packet True. for an entire meal. Yeah. Some places throw ketchup packets at you like they're fucking Roman emperors handing out like coins to the people. Like, let's yeah. weed. <laughs> There's a surplus. <laughs> right. Like you're hoarding it for the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Um, so through the drive-thru, we had this particular lady come through. Um, and not, I don't, I don't know about nowadays, but back then there wasn't necessarily a limit on how many separate orders you could have through a drive-thru. Yeah. But we would ask like only two. Right. She wanted like four or five separate orders through the drive-thru, separate payment amounts. For people in the same car? In the same vehicle. I can understand if it was like a funeral service. No, 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 no. They were just too lazy to get out and come inside. I mean, I oh, fuck. If you're going to... Please tell me they didn't all pay in cash. Because if they all paid in cash, that's the stupidest thing. I understand. I understand right. if they've got a credit card. Right. And everyone wants to pay separately. Right. Because Venmo may not have existed back in the day. No, I don't think so. But, I mean, maybe not to the same extent that it does now. Right. But, like... I mean, it's, it's, it's Wendy's. <laughs> like, you're not going into debt. No. Just be like, yeah. I'll get you next time or some shit. Exactly. Oh, man. And then we also had um, the Junior Frosty keychain thing going on. Sure. And that was part of the issue because we only allowed one keychain to be used per order. So you have a bunch of separate orders in one car. They want a bunch of free Frosties. It's like, <sighs> <laughs> Yep, I get it. Okay, now it makes sense. Yep. And then we say, all right, well, we can only do so many orders through the drive-thru. So that's how many you're going to get. And then they pull up to the window, and it's like, oh, hey, auntie. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> because before she pulls up, I was just bitching. Yeah. I was just pure bitching. Like, I can't believe this woman, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And we was just joking, ragging. And then she pulls up. I'm like, oh, fuck. It's like, why... Why? And it's like, oh, hey, Mark, blah, blah, blah. Can you hook me up? No, I'm at work. I don't want to lose my job. And what you just did was BS. That's not what I said, but no was part of what I said. Right. Because I still have to, one, it's a customer. Two, it's family. Yep. I'll tell you the worst thing about customers as a server, from from my, I mean, there's so many things. It's hard to say this is the worst. (laughs) But... One of the most annoying things, I'm sure every server on the planet can relate, is when you go to the table, you bring the, bring the table their food, mm-hmm. set it down in front of them, it's just, ah, oh, hot, sizzling, ready to go. Can we get some more drinks? Yeah, no problem. Do you need anything else? No. Okay. <laughs> go get their drinks, come back. Can we get some ranch? Right. Yeah. Do you need anything else? No. Go get the ranch. Hey, can we get another thing of silverware? Yeah. Do you need anything else? <laughs> no. Okay. Go get the silverware. Come back. Hey, uh, can we get... Okay. <laughs> Look, first of all, assess your necessary demands. Hmm. Second of all, give it to us all at once. Because you see it, other tables around are like looking just like, um, 
You're doing a little wavy thing where you're just trying to get your attention. Excuse me. I can see you're busy, but I have needs too. You're a server, and I'm not being served. As, as a person that's never been a server, I do kind of like throw up the fingers just so you, I, you know, catch your eye. You know what I'm saying? After that, I just I want to establish that I do have needs that kind of need to be met at some point. Yeah, I mean, getting attention is one thing. Like, once you've gotten my attention, hmm. understand I know. Right. I know about you. Hmm. I've seen you there. <laughs> if I acknowledge you, if you wave at me and I acknowledge you, end of interaction. Right. That's all you need to do. I will get to you eventually. Yeah. I'm sorry. Customers need to understand. They need to, I've said it before and I'll say it again. It should be like countries that do mandatory military service. Every person between like 18 to 20. You're required to work either retail or some sort of customer service job. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Like, all your money is cut off. You start from zero dollars. You're, you're homeless, basically, and you have to go get one of these jobs for two years. And you do your two years of service, and then you'll understand how unimportant you are, you fucking little prick. Do you get it? Do you understand now, you entitled little piece of crap? I'm talking about college kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, this generation definitely needs... Need something along those lines. I think it should be there should be some type of like customer service course taught mandatory in high school. No, no, no. like you need to like. If I could open a restaurant today, mm-hmm. it would be it would be called like the service, and and people have to work there for two years, mm-hmm. at least for like whatever. Like I'll I'll pay for your college if you work there for two years for minimum wage, and the rule is the customer can act however they want. To mm. you, they can basically do anything they want to you, and then you'll understand why that's a bad thing, <laughs> and why the customer is not always right. The customer is not always right. So that actually kind of brings me to the news story of the day. Cool. Uh, this is from CNN, and I, I just kind of stumbled across it the other day. Egg prices explode sixty percent higher than last year. Hmm. The, uh, and that includes other food prices that surge as well. Mm, I just remember I still got that duck in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I look forward to eating that when I go. So I experienced this for myself a little bit. The other day I went to buy eggs and I was shocked because they were like – the cheapest ones were like five bucks. Right. And I've known for a while that the restaurant business – you know, food prices are a little bit higher. Wings, especially chicken. Yeah. Oh my god. Heads, heads of let, lettuce, bro. Oh yeah. That is crazy. Speaking of chicken, so me and Michael, a buddy of ours, we we were hanging out the other night and we, we were looking to buy some some fried chicken. Right. Here's a sampling of the prices that we would have had to pay before tax to order some chicken or fried chicken related things. Hmm. Twelve wing bucket. 33 bucks. 14 wing bucket, 46 bucks. Uh, let's see here. Is that coming with sides or is that just chicken? It might have some fries and shit with it, but it's not like you're getting a whole bunch of shit. Right. And those are just wings. Right. Two pieces of catfish, $20.40. One pound shrimp, $50.40. That's why you don't order shrimp. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> One pound of shrimp? One pound of shrimp. <laughs> Now, I know we live in a big metropolitan area and shit. Right, Maybe yeah. stuff's a little bit more expensive. And quite honestly, I'm not even that mad at these places for charging the prices. 
Sure. I get it. Right. I fucking get it. You can't just eat cost all the time. Yeah. Now, you got to eat a little bit of the cost, <laughs> certainly, but like the people who are working there, mm-hmm. I'm never mad at them because they're not making these calls. Right. The owners, the operators, the higher-ups, they're all making mm-hmm. those decisions. But what what bothers like oatmeal. So I eat oatmeal every day. Mm. I used to be able to get like a big container of oatmeal for like a dollar. Right. It's like five bucks now. For lying. I'm not lying at yeah. all. I got it on sale the other day for four dollars sixty cents. <laughs> on sale. On sale. For one big tub of oatmeal. Now oatmeal and eggs used to be like the bodybuilding staples for if you were like poor and shit. Yeah. Because you could get like a dozen eggs for I remember buying a dozen eggs for ninety nine cents. Yeah. Recently, a couple years ago, right, and then oatmeal, same thing. I remember buying it for like it used to be on sale. You get three for three dollars, right? Now it's one for five. <laughs> That's amazing. And another thing with unruly customers is when they do snap on on the workers, like, "Oh my god, why is it so expensive?" Blah blah blah. I was like, "I don't know. I didn't set the prices." That's exactly my point. <laughs> exactly my point. <laughs> The customers need to understand what's going on. Yeah. Especially in today's world. Everywhere's understaffed. Everywhere's overworked. Everywhere is struggling to survive. And everywhere is paying higher prices. Mm-hmm. So don't walk in there with your fucking attitude <laughs> being entitled to anything. Right. Because here's the thing, ultimately. I don't give a shit... What happened to you throughout your day? I mean, I do care about people. Right. Like, if you come in and you just say, hey, you know, I need a beer if I'm having an awful day. Yeah, I'll throw you some, like, chips or fries or whatever. Just try to help you out. Yeah. But if you walk in entitled to something, Mm. I don't give a shit what happened to you throughout your day. First of all, the most important thing, everyone in that restaurant is hungrier than you are. Mm -hmm. Because they haven't been able to eat all shift. Right. And, and some people are working 12-hour shifts. Making and serving food the whole time. Right. <laughs> if you're lucky, you get to duck around a corner over a garbage can and just like take some bites of some cold shit that you made yourself <laughs> hours ago. <laughs> right. Because that's the, that's the rule. The second you get yourself some food is when you get busy as fuck. Yep. <laughs> I don't care if you're front of house, back of house. I don't care. It could be a blizzard from hell outside. No one's been in the restaurant all day. Mm-hmm. The minute you start to make yourself something to eat... All of a sudden, a 40 top walks in, and they all want food now. <laughs> now. Right. Oh. I, I made um, one of our bartenders some food, and she had taken it, put it down in front of her, and then we just got slammed. The bar just got hit. Yep. <laughs> then she put it back in the window. I was like, I'm not going to be able to eat this right now. It's <laughs> like, no, I get it. I get it. That's the, that's the rule, man. That's the way it always goes. So, yeah, customers like, I get it. You come in, you expect a certain amount of things, you leave in your house, you want to have a good time. Sure, I understand all that, but I promise you, if if it's busy and you're upset, everyone else in that building who has no option to leave there is more upset. Yeah. I don't care if you're waiting in line for the bathroom behind one of the employees. If they're waiting in line for the bathroom, that means they've reached their limit yeah. of what their body can physically hold. And they still have to wait. And they still have to wait. Yeah. And they still have to be pleasant to you while they're waiting. Right. So maybe just let them go first. Mm-hmm. And like you have the option to leave. You can mm-hmm. go anywhere else mm-hmm. in the whole world and use the bathroom. Like, I appreciate the business. I always do. I want customers to come in and have a good time. But that's kind of a two-way street. Mm-hmm. You can't 
you can't the customer can't be the only one having a good time. If the employees are having a good time, that translates. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And it's just uh it's so <sighs> frustrating. Frustrating. That's a that's a good <laughs> that's a good that's a good way word. to put it. Yeah. Because <laughs> here's the thing. So you're a D and D guy. Yeah. In the alignment system of a restaurant, mm-hmm. I don't have it fully broken down in my head yet. Sure. I'm going to go ahead and say that cooks are probably chaotic neutral most of the time. Sure, yeah. Uh, but there's three evils in the restaurant world. So lawful evil is the manager. Yes. They, they will use the laws or the rules to enforce what they think is best. I will say management slash corporate. Nah, see, because the owner, they're neutral evil. They're just out for themselves. They okay. don't give a fuck about anything. They just want that. They just want their business to succeed so they can make money. Gotcha. I, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. And then the customers are chaotic evil. That's absolutely true. Not 100% of the time, <laughs> but the evil ones are always chaotic evil. Yeah, yeah. Especially if they've got fucking kids. I hate kids. Coming to eat in a restaurant. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. It was different when I was a kid. And you were a kid. Yeah. Because back in the day, I mean, God, just the shit that some of these kids get away with. Mm-hmm. If I would have acted up a little bit back in the day, it would have just been like, got it. Sorry. Right. No, I'll, I was wrong. I'll, I'll sit down and be <laughs> quiet now. Like, there was no... There was no misbehaving. Right. Like, you're, you're, for us especially, I mean, I can only speak for myself, I guess, but I was like, oh, cool. This is great. I get to go out into the world. I get to go on an adventure. Right. I get to, like, have a meal that's <laughs> relatively fancy. Or just at least different. Yeah. Like going out to, like, Burger King or whatever. But, like, I've seen kids just be, like, just running around a restaurant, just like, ah, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Just running past servers, carrying trays of hot food and drinks. And then just the parents just like barely even just like, oh, honey, stop that. Yeah. It's like, no, just let them. Just let them run into the server and then just drop all that shit right Right on their fucking head. I don't know if I brought this up here, but there was the one kid that's out out on the patio tipping over all the chairs. Just tipping them over, tipping them over, and they're family whatever are sitting right there and they see them doing this yep. yes there's no one else on the patio I'm like why are you letting your child do all that right like stop no <laughs> that's not okay <laughs> oh man it's 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 amazing the, the shit the kids get away with today yeah. it really is because again if I would have just like breathed a little too loud it's like hey it's a nice place although that being <laughs> said I, I I don't remember doing this uh, but when I was a kid, I was a customer mm-hmm. at a restaurant once with my parents. And again, I was real young. I don't remember this at all. But apparently, it was a nice restaurant. And we sat down and apparently my parents didn't know this was like this nice of a place. Otherwise, they wouldn't have brought me at this age to this okay. place. <laughs> so we're sitting there and there's nothing on the menu for me, a very small child, right. to like really get into. Mm. I wasn't quite old enough to understand that I enjoyed a bunch of shit. Right. So like... You just like chicken tenders. And yeah. Or if whatever. that even. Like yeah. I liked mashed potatoes a lot when I was a kid. That's fair. Uh, which I think they had. Hmm. Uh, I but bet you it was like some fancy BS. Yeah. 
Like my mashed potatoes were just like a stick of butter per potato. <laughs> but across from us was an older couple. And they were being sat. And the gentleman did not like their seating location for some reason. But the, the, the wife was okay with it. Hmm. And so she was like, honey, let's just sit here. It's fine. And he blurts out, I want to look at a wall. Because they were facing a wall. Yeah. Now, I don't know why little baby Eric decided this was a fun thing to say. Mm-hmm. But I just start loudly repeating, I don't want to look at a wall. Oh. I don't want to look at a wall. <laughs> <laughs> and on the one hand, my parents are mortified. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, it's funny. funny. <laughs> right, right. Especially to your dad, I would assume. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, he, my dad was always the type of guy who was like, I, I'd like to discipline you, but <laughs> right. what you're doing is humorous to me, so I'm having a hard time disciplining <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> Keeping a straight face while saying, no, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, okay, <laughs> sorry. I had a thought, but then this other thought came into my head. Do you remember the night that that one dude got... Way too drunk. I, I know I got to be more specific. <laughs> Way more specific. So it was. Oh, at the, at the yeah, bar? Yeah, at the bar. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we were like, it was like the patio door was open and we were pretty empty. And that dude's like sitting on the table in such a way that like his elbows are taking all of the brunt of his right. body weight. The big boy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you could just tell because of the way his, his neck was loose yeah. that he was a little bit too drunk. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember. If he tried, like we were off the clock. You and I yeah. were off the clock. Yeah, kitchen was closed. The bar was about to close. Right. And I don't remember if he tried to stand up or what happened. I think that's. I think that's. Yeah. I'm pretty sure what happened was he tried to stand up, realized he couldn't, failed miserably, and then in the process of falling down, just started vomiting. Yeah. All over the table and chairs and floor. <laughs> it was a. This was a big boy. This was a lot. A lot of vomit. It was a lot of vomit, <laughs> and he. Did not destroy anything, but he no. made an impression on the world around him. Yes. Tables yeah. moved out of the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what bugs me about that whole thing is, again, we're off the clock. Mm-hmm. Plenty of servers and bartenders and a busboy yeah. on the clock. You yeah. and I were the ones who had to clean up that fucking vomit. Yeah. Which <laughs> was the worst smelling thing I've smelled in a long... I mean, like, I would, I'd rather smell durian. <laughs> durian! Durian doesn't smell terrible. No, it doesn't. It tastes much worse. It tastes much worse. <laughs> but yeah, oh. I didn't have too much of an issue with it, if I remember correctly. Well, you but, were you had just given up on caring at that point. Yeah, no, of course. Um, but my my issue with that is his his father was there, and again, this uh, this yeah. is a big boy. Yeah, his father is also pretty big. Yep. I am not that big of a person, <laughs> and I'm like trying to pick him up. He's like, "Yo, come on, get up, boy, get up." I'm like. Bro, help! <laughs> yeah, no shit. Just go over and pick your son up, man. Come yeah. on. But again, it's because once a customer enters a restaurant, hmm. they don't feel like they should have to do anything. anything. Like again, anything. you're a server. Hmm. You're like your job is to serve me. <laughs> sure, it's in the name. Sure. <laughs> but again, with the, with the, you know with the whole pandemic and stuff, so many restaurants are understaffed. I mean, that's the funniest yeah. thing to me hmm. is. It's one of the last places I worked at, we did a lot of carryout. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of people would order through like, you know, third-party apps and stuff like that. And then, you know, a, dr- a driver would come and get the food and then take it home. That's right. cool, whatever. I totally understand. A lot of DoorDash and Uber Eats and Yeah. Stuff. Like, I don't want to fucking go out all the time, but mm-hmm. sometimes I want to eat something. I get it. If I don't have a car, 
Mm-hmm. Ordering in makes perfect sense. No problem with that. Perfectly fine. The problem I have with it, and I've you know, so I do. I've been DoorDashing for a little while to earn a little extra money. Right. Uh, which I think is real fun because I don't have to answer to any fucking buddy. <laughs> right. And you like to drive. So. I do like to drive a lot. But the problem I have with it is restaurant owners and managers and stuff like that saw all this extra business and they just thought, we more money for me. I don't need to add staff. If we're no. not, if there's not customers in the building, right. why would I have to add staff to effectively keep up with double business? It's just free money for me. Yeah. And it puts everybody behind. Yeah, it, it puts does. everyone in the restaurant behind. Because if you have a restaurant that, that can seat 50 people, but you but with third-party apps, you're doing 150 people. Right. And you're only staffing for a restaurant that fits 50 people. Mm. Not to mention, can your kitchen support 150 people? Right. If it wasn't designed for that, it can't do it quickly and yeah. efficiently. And that just makes everybody more and more upset. Mm-mm. And then... Of course, owners and managers and stuff like that, I was asking, well, why are people so upset with our service? You guys just must be lazy. Right. Yeah, no, it's our fault. It's all the, it's all this lazy staff that just doesn't want to do it. It's like, we want to do it. We want to provide a good service. We can't provide a good service if we're strained to the max. Yeah. But... Again, that's where the customer has to be understand because all all the employees get it; they know what's going on. Right. You know, a customer has to be a little bit understanding. If you walk in to a busy restaurant, mm. just accept that it's going to take a while. Yeah. And if you're starving, then maybe go to a different restaurant. Right. Exactly. Don't boycott that place. Yeah. Because it was busy one time. Yeah. <sighs> like some people with their like oh. Well, first impressions, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, it's your fault you came on the worst day. Right. <laughs> like, you came in the middle of trivia, and you want... Like, no. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> what are you What are you thinking? Stop hollering. I'm not getting any service. Do, don't you see we packed? <laughs> okay, let me... Okay, customers, let me ask you a question. Husband and wife, right? Living in a house, two kids. One morning, the power goes off. The alarms don't go off properly. Husband goes out. He has a flat tire. He can't go anywhere. The sink is leaking all of a sudden. It's just, you know, the worst possible things could happen on this day. You know, the dog threw up. The kids are fucking sick, so they've got diarrhea and stuff like that. And then a child service agent walks in. Mm-hmm. That's your first impression. Right. Like, well, this is just like this is just a really bad day. Like, everything is going wrong. <laughs> Well, first impressions are what matters. Right, yeah. And this is clearly the only ever way you could possibly be a parent. Right, exactly. Like, would you like, who wants to be judged on the most stressful moments? Right. Nobody wants that. Mm-hmm. And when we're busy, things are just stressful. Like, again, I always want to give a very good service yeah. to people. I want to provide the best possible food in mm-hmm. as timely a manner as possible. Mm-hmm. But... There's so many factors that go into that. The way the, the restaurant's set up, the way the menu's set up, the way the servers serve customers. Mm-hmm. Like some places just aren't designed to do high volume. Right. Yeah. You know, again, I've been in places where the kitchen is, I mean, I swear to God, like 10 feet long, hmm. a bunch of old equipment. You know, everyone's crammed in this one little area. The, the restaurant itself can seat maybe 63 people right. on, a, on the busiest possible night. 
you know, but if you're just turning tables over and over and over, and then you're adding, you know, an outside area for yeah. people to sit, and then you got online orders, all and the online orders and, and shit. Ugh. Then all of a sudden, it, it becomes very hard to do that. Right, maintain that that good quality. Right, and also like on the back end, when people want to come in, I hate it. The ten thirty rush every time we was, close yeah. at eleven. Yep. Why are you getting there at the last minute with ten people ordering apps and dinner? Oh yeah. Well, that's the rule too. <laughs> the second rule of the restaurant business is if a table comes in late, hmm. they're gonna course out their their dinner. Right. It doesn't matter how you're set up. They're gonna order apps. They're gonna order dinner. They're gonna order dessert. They're gonna mm-hmm. order salads. Right. They're gonna order after dinner drinks. <laughs> The lights will be on in the whole building. All of the people who work in that building are sitting at the bar, staring at them, waiting for them to leave, and they are just, just so locked into themselves. Right, and just taking their pretty little time. Ugh. I don't... I don't... Okay, so when I walk into a, a grocery store or a restaurant or any place on the planet, hmm. if I'm not aware of what time it closes, I'll always kind of look or ask. If, I, if I'm getting the vibe like, oh, this place might be closing soon, right. I'll ask, hey, what time do you close? Oh, we close at 9. Oh, shit, it's 8.50. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Right. I missed my window to come here. Right. That's my bad. I should have looked. Unless, like, I'm like, all right, I just got to grab some milk real quick. Right. right. Yeah. If, I'm, if I know it's going to take me two seconds to be in and out, right. that's no problem. Yeah. Or if it's like, oh, no, we've got, like, an hour or so to slow right now. Yeah. Like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I see all the time when customers walk in. Hey, what time do you close? 10 o'clock. Oh, it's 9.55. We just made it. Right. Like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, <laughs> no you didn't. <laughs> that's not how this works. It's 10 o'clock is when we close. That's not when we stop letting people in. That's when we close. Right. That's when yeah. the, the, the end. Even hospitals have visiting hours, you fucking moron. Like, Or it's like, it's like, oh, well, we're done with food in like, let's say 30 minutes. Like, okay. Well, let's take 20 minutes to do, you know, to look over the menu. Right. It's like, no, no, order now. now. Yeah. Get in here, look at the menu quickly. Yeah. Five minutes. You got five minutes to order. <laughs> or I'm not serving you. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I wish I could say that, but I like to eat my job. Right. <laughs> but I there mean, are times where I'm like, no, I'm done. I, <laughs> I like to know what I want out of a place. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to go to a new place and explore their menu, mm-hmm. I'm going at a time where that's reasonable to do. Yeah. You got hours and hours. <laughs> but like, I mean, I don't get people who come into a restaurant at 1030 and are just in the mood to have dinner. That is, I mean. Yeah, that's that's definitely odd. And I mean, I know I eat real early hmm. in the day, but most people I think is like between seven and nine sure, is yeah. dinner time. Yeah. Like, Especially I can understand. Like real dinner. Yeah, yeah. I understand coming in at 1030 and getting some wings or some fries or some, you know, I'll pick at this. Acceptable. But like. Who, I mean, maybe if you work late, like if you're an overnight person or something like that, sh- I get it, but sure. still, like, you should, yeah, I mean, you should kind of know when a place closes, I guess. With, with that being said, we have talked to some people and was like, oh, well, I get out of work at this time, blah, blah, blah. Understandable. Here's what you can do. Yeah. Take our number down. Yep. Call us ahead of time and we'll set that up for you. Yeah. Please. I, like, we're here to help. We're here to provide great service. If you call me and say, hey, I mean, especially if you're cool as shit. Right. If you're a cool motherfucker who just calls the bar, everyone knows you, and you mm-hmm. say, hey, I'm getting off of work at 1030. I'll be there at 11. Right. Here's what I want. Mm-hmm. 
Sorry, where the kitchen can still close. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you at 11 o'clock, as soon as you sit down, your food will be in front of you, hot mm-hmm. ready to go. It'll be perfect. Right, exactly. No issue. Right. It's when you walk in at 11 mm-hmm. or 10.59, mm-hmm. oh shit, I got a minute. Uh, <laughs> if you have to rush to look through the menu, then just don't look through that <laughs> fucking menu. No, yeah. Or like, oh, could you drop me some wings or some fries real quick? I just need something to snack on real fast. I'll put it this way. I'll I'll use... So, in Chicago, sometimes the train is late. I mean, you've been, you and I have been stuck at a station for like 45 <laughs> minutes before yeah. for no fucking reason at all. No reason. Or sometimes there's bad traffic. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes your alarm just doesn't go off. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Anybody can have a bad day. Yeah. And shit just doesn't go right. And you end up coming in late to work. Mm-hmm. The managers in my experience, have always said, your poor planning does not constitute an emergency for me. So, customers out there, if you've been having a bad day and you didn't get a chance to eat and you're coming into a restaurant and you have two minutes left to order and everyone's upset by that and you get frustrated, let me just say to you that your poor planning (laughs) does not constitute an emergency for me. Right. I I wish we could use manager (laughs) jargon against the customers. All the time. <laughs> that would be fantastic. That is not quite the case. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm a bit of a bleeding heart myself. And I know people like Liz are as well. So yeah. there, there have been times where it's like, oh, these people just got in on a train and they haven't eaten all day and blah, 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 blah. Could you maybe do something? And like, I'm scrubbing down the flat top. Yep. And it's like, not, no, no. Like everything is closed. I'm not about to turn anything on. Yep. Like, could I get like some dips and chips? I'm like, Sure, don't ask again. Right. And I don't want a whole bunch of people like, oh, is the kitchen still open? Is the kid? No, no. I showed one small thing of kindness. Yeah. Now everyone wants to take advantage of that. See, that's the thing right there is like if you come in and you're cool and shit, like Mm -hmm. again, that's really what it boils down to. If you want to be treated, treat others the way you want to be treated, effectively, is the golden rule of the restaurant business. If you walk in, of humanity, it should be. It should be, but it's certainly not. (laughs) Right. Uh, if you walk in and you see we're busy, you see everyone's stressed out. Like the other day I was door dashing, right? I had to go to a pizza place. The, the person behind the counter is clearly stressed out. The kitchen staff is clearly stressed out. They, weren't, they didn't have people in the, in the building, but something was happening to make them upset. I'm standing in line to wait to get the delivery order I need to give. And there's customers behind me hmm. who clearly have never worked in a restaurant or any other customer service industry because everyone's like freaking out. All of the employees are clearly stressed. Right. And these people are like, uh, yeesh. <laughs> like doing that whole like, I'm uncomfortable. It's like, well, you don't have to be here. Right. And then they like start, they start vocalizing what they need to each other. Hmm. And I know what they're doing. They're, they're hoping that they'll be overheard and like, oh, you're important. Uh, clearly, let me just forget whatever I'm working on and come fucking service you. Yeah, yeah. You know, they just like start saying things like, oh, I'm, just, I'm just so hungry. <laughs> like, I really just want a salad. That would be simple, right? Like, just a salad from, from here would probably be pretty easy. And it's like, yeah, we all hear you. Right. We, we get it. Right. I don't give a shit how easy you think that is. Yeah. Or how important that is to you. Eventually, they just turned around and left. And I was like, thank God. Yeah. And so when the lady behind the counter finally got to me, she was like, I'm so sorry. Like, this, all this blah, blah, blah going on. And I'm like, hey, take your time. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. No. I have to pick up this food <laughs> and deliver it. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. To, they've already 
I'm getting paid whatever I'm going to be getting paid for this delivery. Right. It doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to like maximize every second of my life while doing this. Yeah. I can sit here for 10 minutes. It's not going to bother. I was like, I work in a restaurant. Yeah. And she immediately was just like, oh, thank God. I, <sighs> right. I, you, you understand. You see them relax yeah. so much. And then we started like joking around and uh-huh. like making fun of just how stupid systems are with, mm-hmm. with the way things go and all this. Right. And just immediately, it, everyone just way... And I got good service. Everyone was talking to me and shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah because I'm understanding and it's all cool. Like, I'm not going to bug you for anything. Now, the flip side of that is when the front of house staff needs to maybe be a little bit more attentive to everybody. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. I I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get how... If we just got our ass kicked in the kitchen, like slammed as fuck, but we just kicked out every ticket and it all went well, no complaints, nothing like that, blah, blah, blah. Just like, all right, we got to do some dishes. Like real quick, I'm just going to try and, you know, just I'm just going to like lean against the wall for a second and just like, or like I'm going to go try to have a smoke or something like that. Right, yeah. Decompress real quick. Right. All of a sudden the fucking, you know, all the managers come out of that Hey, time to lean, time to clean. Are you guys just standing around back here? We're busy as fuck. <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah. But by the same token, on the other hand, mm-hmm. could be busy as fuck. Bartender could be just leaning on the bar, mm-hmm. talking to their boyfriend, yeah. texting someone else. Right. <laughs> like vaping in the bar, <laughs> ignoring all these customers who are trying actively to get to their get, attention. Yeah. Just like, I'm going to help you. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> so it's like, I understand both sides of it. I really do. The difference being always that the customer can always go somewhere else. Right. And I don't want, I'm not saying that to say, fuck you, get out of my place, Mm -hmm. you know, don't eat at this restaurant, anything like that. I'm just saying if someone walked into my house and started treating my friends badly and Mm -hmm. making demands, just like, hey, sweetheart, two beers over here. Right. Someone walked into my house and did that. I kick him the fuck out. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, you can leave. Right. Bye, bro. <laughs> and it's like, I'm sorry. If I'm going to spend 12 hours a day here, six days a week, yeah. this is my house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you eat my food the way I fucking make it. Yeah. And I, I've always had a similar mentality. It's like, if you don't like the way that we do stuff, you can leave. You right. can always go somewhere else. Yeah. You don't have to be here. Now, I mean, it's, it's a symbiotic relationship, you know. The customers need a place to go. We need mm-hmm. customers to be open. Right, exactly. But it should be treated as such. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going... It's just, it's just so weird to me to think, like, someone, somebody... You don't walk into a museum and just start touching the shit. Right. You know? You don't walk into a hospital and just start taking things from the fucking nurse's station. Well, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. <laughs> not saying I've ever done that. Right. But... Like, you're not, you know... <laughs> You're not walking into a lot of places, mm-hmm. and I mean, I can't just walk into an office building and like sit down across from like a tax attorney and be like, "Hey, help me with my taxes." Come on, I'm fucking paying. You're like, yeah. You can't just do that. Right. So it's weird when people walk into a restaurant and just I can do what I want. Mm-hmm. I can just I am in charge of this. Now I'm always right because I'm the customer. Now, I've never been to one of these, but I wonder if there's a certain dynamic like that in, like, maid cafes. 
What do you mean by a maid cafe? Um, okay, so my main examples that I have are from like anime and such. Sure. Um, but it's a a diner that oh. you go to where they are literally dressed up as maids oh. and they talk to you as if you were their master. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Have you not seen anything as such? But and they there's some of them depending on the type of maid cafe that you're at that will uh, essentially you can pay a little extra to have like the server sit with you and accompany you during your time there. So I know uh, in some Asian cultures, yeah. like geishas and stuff like that are kind of like that. Sure. Like they, you know, there's like one who is the older one. Yeah. I guess. Like, like the, Big Mama. Yeah. Yeah. And like she'll come in and like direct the, the younger one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they're supposed to sit with you and, and help you and talk to you and serve you and all that. Right. Um, but, but again... The, the flip side of that is there's a certain amount of respect that goes into a meal in other cultures. Yes. Like, other cultures traditionally, I mean, honestly, it's mostly non-white cultures, <laughs> just have a reverence around the whole process of dining. Uh-huh. Like, it's either an economical thing that we do to just, I need food, that is fuel for my body, I will throw it into my face and then begin the rest of my day, or it's like, this is an experience. Yeah. Like, going to this restaurant, having this meal, is it's like going to a play. Mm. And I kind of, I don't like to go out to eat because that's how I like to go out to eat. If I'm going out to eat to, add, to have dinner mm. and, you know, sit in a restaurant, eat their food, I want it to be like I'm experiencing this restaurant. Yeah, it's definitely got to be an experience there. Right. It's not just I'm getting fuel. Right. Yeah. Uh, unless the restaurant's designed specifically as, here you go, just have at it. Yeah, then that's if I if I just need fuel, that's the only time that I'll hit like a fast food place. Yeah, like I just want something off the dollar menu real quick. Like I don't really care about much else. If I'm going to go to a restaurant, I'm going there with enough time to enjoy my meal, enjoy whatever company that I've got with me, or like I might watch a podcast or something yeah. like that, uh, and enjoy my meal and the experience of the the atmosphere. That's why you go to a restaurant, right? That's why you should. That's why you should go to a restaurant. Go to a restaurant, yeah. yes. Not like, oh, I need my kids have energy. Let's take them to the nice restaurant and have them run right. around for fucking twelve hours. Like what? Yeah, like, people are ridiculous. Yes, <laughs> it's like if you if your kids have energy and you want to get the out of them, take them to a McDonald's play place. Which yeah. I don't know if those Not exist much anymore. Exist anymore? Right. Take them to a playground. <laughs> Let them go outside. Yeah. Fence in your yard. Have a picnic. Yeah. No shit. At a park. <laughs> Yeah, somewhere where they can run around and such. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Shoot, come to us, pick up the food, and then go have a picnic. Yeah. <laughs> Reasonable. Right, or or take them to a playground first, let them get all the energy out of them, and right. then come to the restaurant. Right. I understand in the wintertime, shit's a little bit harder. Sure. But, again, when, when we were kids... Mm-hmm. You, we played outside. <laughs> it's true. That's true. We, we played outside. We actually we went outside to play. So in the wintertime, it's like, oh, we're going sledding, or we're going to throw fucking snowballs at each other. Or if you're poor, you do body sledding, you know, bodyboarding. It's still sledding. <laughs> it's still sledding. Find, find a piece of bark, and it's just like, wee! Well, I mean, you got like a, a snowsuit. You just zip that all the way up and just... Yeah. And like, luge down? No, it's not luge. Yeah, it'd be luge. Is it luge? I think there's two types of luge. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think there's the, the bobsled... Is that luge? I think it is a type of luge. Yeah. And then there's luge, which I think is just the slick suit. 
Okay. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> sure. sure. But sure. I'm going sure. to say that's the other that's the other type of luge. <laughs> oh, and one more thing. One more thing about going out. No. So, I'm not saying this to say that I'm better than anybody else. I'm just saying this as like, a, here's my standard of practice. Hmm. I Because I go out to eat so rarely, I try real hard to tip 50%. Hmm. Half of the bill, unless it's really small. Right. If I'm paying $5 for a meal, I'm probably going to give you – I might give you 20 bucks. Right. Because that's probably what I would plan on spending anyway. Right, yeah. Like I typically try to figure out how much I would be spending to eat a certain amount of food. And then if it doesn't come to that, then you just have it. It's like here's a twenty dollar bill for this five dollar thing. I don't care, right? Because especially nowadays, after things have gotten so bad, I mean, you know, fifteen bucks can really make somebody's day a whole lot fucking better. It really can. Like I can use fifteen bucks right now. I would happily use fifteen dollars right now. I would five dollars make me happy. As right? Shit. Yeah. But I mean, like if if we're gonna be obligated to tip, and the owners and the higher ups don't feel like paying their staff properly, then. You know, as long as the server does the bare minimum for me, mm. like I want a drink, I want my food brought to me. That's about it. That's really all it takes. Sure. I I for for a great tip, I think I required a few other passing you know uh what am I trying to say? Like a few other little additions to the service to make it. Right, come check on me like a couple of times. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. You know, come check on me, make sure everything is alright. Not immediately after I take a bite. Right. But you know, throughout my time, if I'm there for like an hour, come see me like three or four times. Right. You know what I'm saying? That'd be great. Yeah, I think I mean, because again, I don't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So if I'm gonna go out to eat, I'm acknowledging that it's going to be an event. Yeah. So, yeah, I typically try to do a 50% tip. Hmm. 50, 50. Not 15 <laughs> customers out there. Right. I mean, DoorDash is all tip. Yeah. You know, so sometimes I'll get a tip of 30 bucks, and that makes my whole day better. Uh-huh. Some days I have to do a lot of shit to get no tip. Jeez. Like, I have to find parking, go into their building, find their unit, hand right. it to them for no tip. Really? You hand it to them? Sometimes they want you to hand it to them, yeah. Oh, okay. Because I, I found a DoorDash Taco Bell breakfast outside of, like, the apartment. Like, outside. Oh, outside. wow. Yeah. Like, they... I don't know... Well, granted, I blame this on the customer because that was there for at least 24 hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's an option. It's either leave it at my door or hand it to me. Okay. And sometimes they want you to find their unit and leave it at their door mm. and it's like I still love going into someone's building all right. the time I'll right. do it but if I'm going to do that if I'm going to go through the whole process mm. I mean at least me like up. a tip because yeah. yeah, that's how I'm getting paid effectively and that's how I mean again servers so I had a cousin visit from England a couple of years ago and she just did not grasp the concept of tipping mm. you know because over there, they just get paid. paid right. Just paid a normal amount. Right. She was like, so they, like, she was asking me about it, and I was like, yeah, you know, if I don't get tipped at all, hmm. you know, I might be making, I mean, typically servers make like, what, two bucks an hour or some shit? Some, something like that. I mean, they'll yeah. always usually walk with a lot of money. Yeah. But, like, she just couldn't understand why <laughs> these people weren't being tipped, and I completely agree. It's, right. you know, again, it makes, it, to me, it makes no sense because, if you're going to go out to dinner and you have to tip your your server, how about this? 
how about we get away with tipping? Everything costs more, and you're still paying the same amount. Yeah, yeah, I understand. You that. know, like that's I've always had this argument with people because you know, obviously, like with the chicken and stuff like that, and the eggs and all of that, the food costs are going up. Right. And people are upset about that. I'm upset about it. I'm not upset that it costs that much. I'm upset that I can't afford it. Right. Yeah. I've always said if you pay people more, mm-hmm. you will get them to spend more money because right. they now have more money to spend. Yeah. I've used this argument with you a bunch of times. If I'm yeah. walking down the street after work and I'm passing the McDonald's and I'm hungry as shit and I got $5 in my pocket, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to probably spend all five of those dollars on a very small meal. Or if I go to a 7-Eleven or something like that, I'm probably going to spend a fair amount of that $5 hmm. to eat something. Right. Especially nowadays because that's how much shit costs. Right, yeah. You now, you flip that, and all of a sudden, I got fifty bucks in my pocket, yeah. and I know I'll get more money tomorrow. Mm. I'm probably going to spend fifty dollars, but I could easily spend ten. Yeah, easily spend ten. I could probably spend twenty, right. especially if I know that shit's just coming back to me tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, like all of a sudden you've doubled, tripled mm, how much? Yeah. yeah, how much I'm going to spend <laughs> yeah. because I have the money to spend now. Right. So it's not a problem that shit costs more. Mm. It's a problem that people don't have the money to spend on it. Yeah. You want to encourage spending, give people money to spend. spend yeah. <laughs> and it go right back into the system. How many times you see motherfuckers like fucking win the lottery and that shit's gone in a year? Because <laughs> they're just pissing it away. Right. I mean, because especially if you go from having almost nothing right. to having everything available to you. It's like, oh, I'm going to get everything I've ever wanted. Oh, well, damn. <laughs> Maybe that was a little too much too fast. I mean... I mean, I've done it. I'm, I'm honestly, I've come into money before and yeah. just kind of pissed it away because yeah. I'm not used to having money like that so fast. No, yeah. And I mean, especially because you and I have never come into a ridiculous amount of money. Right, not like stupid amounts. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, you you give me $20 million right now, oh. I'm probably going to save $18 million of that at least. Right. <laughs> I don't have that many things I need right this second. Right, yeah. Especially that a million dollars couldn't fix. I yeah. mean, a million bucks? You do so much with that. Right. And so, still not need to spend it all. No, not at all. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I don't have a problem with things costing more money. Mm-hmm. I just have a problem with... Not being able to afford it. Not being able to afford <laughs> eggs and oatmeal. Like, Jesus Christ. Six, seven bucks for a dozen eggs? Oatmeal. Man, that oatmeal thing is still crazy to me. Right? It's still so ridiculous. I mean, just how much does that fucking a bucket of shrimp cost? With, with us talking about money, um, it... The phrase that I actually I, I take from you, um, chef tax. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's a good thing to use. It's uh, I don't. I mean, I guess it's okay to share, right? Yeah, of chef course. Tax? Share the chef tax. Chef tax essentially is just, um, especially it, I I use chef tax, uh, especially when I make something different. Yeah. Um. So you you make something for a customer or for whoever you cook something for somebody. And you just take a little bit off the side. Yeah, if you're cutting a quesadilla into quarters, right? right? If you take a sliver off of one of those quarters, no yeah. one's gonna miss that. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta taste the product. Right, exactly. You, know, you gotta, you know, quality good. control is how I like to put it. Yes, quality control. That's exactly you what know. that is. And then you do that. You know, let's say you take one eight, one eight, one eighteenth of a quesadilla. You do that eighteen times, you get a whole quesadilla. Exactly, and nobody missed it. And nobody missed a thing. <laughs> it's a renewable resource, almost. You almost, know? yeah. So yeah, chef tax. It's it's important 
it's necessary. It is, especially when I don't have time to actually eat. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so I can just pick off an of actual hot food, right? And then. It's not like I'm digging into someone's food or anything like that. Like it's like a you cut off a corner of something. Right. Maybe while I was scooping up like some chopped up chicken or whatever, some pieces fell off. Well, those pieces are mine. Now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or I put on eight shrimp instead of the proper six or seven. Right. Those extra shrimp are mine. Right. Yeah. I, I grab a handful. If it's one or two over, yeah. well, that's just mine now. Yeah, that's just mine now. Like, that's... <laughs> fries? Absolutely. Like, yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that's the best way to win the servers over is to give them some free fries. Right, yeah. You, you, know. got, any little, you got a little extra something for me back here? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you go. If the kitchen's <laughs> not being tipped... Chef tax. Chef tax, yeah. I absolutely. think that's more than fair. That's more than fair. Chef tax. Chef tax and occasionally leaning around. <laughs> yeah. Occasionally. Yeah. Leaning around. No, sitting down, you might get fired. But I mean, like, shit, most chefs I know, you know, leaning around is like, I'm going to go fucking do dishes. Yeah, that's, I, dishes is my happy place. Oh, absolutely. Any, <laughs> that's the measure of a, of a true chef. Yeah. Is they'll be happy to do dishes. Yeah. Like anyone who walks into a kitchen and is like, "Oh, I'm not doing dishes. That's but I'm not right. a dishwasher." Right. It's like you ain't no chef either. Then <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because dishes is easy. <laughs> That's like meditation. There have been a couple of handful of times where people are just complaining about doing dishes. Oh, I didn't come here to just be a dish boy. Oh, I came here to work on the line. Blah blah blah. I'm like, fine. Yeah. Go over there and work <laughs> on the line then. <laughs> Please do. I will happily do these dishes and take a break. <laughs> if you're going to pay me a chef wage yeah. to do dishes, yeah. fuck yeah. I ain't got no issue with it. Here's the only thing I have an issue with as someone who's been the head chef at multiple places mm-hmm. is inevitably I'll get called over to bail out the line exactly. because they can't keep up with it. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, motherfucker, like, no, 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 no. I'm over here. Yeah. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> right. I, I don't need you to come online mm-hmm. and help me out. Right. So if, if someone's doing dishes, it's it's either me and you leave me the fuck alone, or it's you and, and you're doing dishes all night. Yeah. yeah, stop bitching. Like who's gonna complain about doing dishes? It makes no sense. I don't like doing them at home, just because that's not even true. I, I don't mind doing dishes at home. I don't. I don't necessarily mind them because I, I eventually once I start them, I go into like a trance where I'm just yeah. Contemplating things like taking a shower, right? Because it's like again, I put on a podcast or something. Right. I don't yeah. like doing dishes either at other people's houses or mm. when people come over here mm. because I use the exact same dishes every day. Right. I, understand. I use one plate. I use one bowl. I use my blender and I use a pan mm. every day. So yeah. throughout the day, those are the dishes I'll have to wash. Yeah. When when I'm at other people's houses, I don't know what the fuck the deal is. They just let that shit pile up in their sink. Yeah. For days. <laughs> People who have dishwashers in their apartment. That uh, that I don't understand. I don't get it. Like, rinse that shit off and put it in the dishwasher. Uh-huh. If I had somewhere else to put my dishes, Mm-mm. I would probably use more of them. Yeah, All I've got is a sink. Hmm. So it's like, no, I'm just going to do this right away. Like, man, uh, like, working in a restaurant kitchen makes you critical of the way other people store their, their, their food ingredients. Sure. Store their food. You know, just the way that they have things around. Yeah. Like, if someone wants me to cook for them, I get frustrated because they don't typically have some pretty common things that I would be using. Like salt and pepper? Like salt and pepper. <laughs> I still don't have salt and pepper. <laughs> you know, as long as you're ha- – you never asked me to cook for you. That's true. If you, if I cook for you, you come over here. Yeah. And then you let me do whatever I want. Yeah. So it's, there's no issue. Yeah, that's right. If I had to go over to your place and you had very specific requirements, like yeah. impress me with your food. <laughs> no. With my five ingredients that <laughs> yeah. I have here and no good pans and a uh, dull knife. 
It was the only the only issue that we ever had with like that was there was a dull knife at my mom's house when you helped me make shepherd's pie. Mm. But we also went out and bought all the ingredients we needed, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I won't hold people's dull ass knives against them, mm. but I'm never happy about it. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I mean, there's some pretty basic things that everyone. It's like that one video I showed you that one time. There's a YouTuber who I'm not going to mention his name, mm-hmm. but I don't like him at all. He mm-hmm. just seems like a prick. Uh, I showed you a video of his where he's talking about how you shouldn't have to learn how to use a knife and cut properly. I understand who you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember his name anyway. So. Good. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, throw right. any shade at him no. personally. Mm-hmm. But it bothered me because he, you know, in the video he's going on about it, like, oh, chefs just think they're so special with their ability to cut food and blah blah yeah, blah. He was kind of pretentious. And it's like, look, dude. It will help you out. I mean, cooking is a very... It's like changing a tire mm-hmm. or like very basic plumbing, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, it's just things that people should learn because it will be helpful. You yeah. can have a better experience. It's almost like mm-hmm. learning an instrument or mm-hmm. another language. Sure. Like, is it required? No. no. Is it helpful and beneficial? Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. And like, learning how to chop an onion or chop a carrot with a knife so you don't cut yourself... Right. It's not me coming from a place of, I'm better than you. Yeah. It's me saying... Here's a skill I have. It's pretty easy to learn. Mm-hmm. I'll show it to you. I mean, there's plenty of things I've shown friends of mine that are just real simple, like letting a pan go a little bit longer on the oven mm-hmm. so it reduces the liquid down and the liquid becomes thicker and more flavorful. Right. People still use that all the time because it just makes the, the whole thing better. Mm-hmm. People are usually happy about having an experience be made better if they're asking me for advice. Right. I, there's, I, again, I can't think of any specifics but there are definitely a few things that you've taught me that i i they're just in my back pocket at the very least yeah or i use that on a constant basis at work yeah i mean you know if if somebody was really good at working on a car and they showed me how to like fix one thing very easily yeah and i never had to go to a shop for that one thing again and now i can just deal with it yeah. I'm pretty fucking happy about that. I was going to bring up that certain certain things can help you save money as well. Because yeah. it's usually cheaper to buy something like whole right. and then chop it up yourself. Right. And usually get more. Like having like a whole onion is probably cheaper than having chopped up onions. A whole onion is like 65 cents. Sure. Like a, a plastic container full of chopped up onions is like four bucks. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, and it, it does not take long. It, it probably takes it by equal time to open the plastic container of onions. <laughs> Once sure. you know how to chop an onion, yeah, like, I can chop an onion from quickly. whole into small in 30 seconds. Chop, that's not counting the peeling part because sometimes the peeling part takes a long time. I can still do it in 30 seconds. <laughs> I, I'll believe you. Um, I, had a, I had a girlfriend who really liked salmon. Oh, yeah. And before we had started living together, she would always buy pre-seasoned salmon. And it cost like, at the time, this is some years ago, so like $8 for like two salmon. Ugh. Yeah. 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 I bought an eight pack of plain salmon for like $8. Right. (laughs) And then seasoned it myself. And she's like, oh, wow, this is better than the salmon I usually buy. I was like, yeah. And I'm saving so much money. Right. (laughs) Let's do it this way for now on. Yeah. Pre-seasoned stuff bugs me. There's a few things that you can get that are better. Most of the time, it either, it comes off anyways. Right. Yeah. No shit. Like, it either burns onto the pan or rinses off in whatever oils or something like that. Right. Like half the time, most of the season comes off. Right. And, and you have no way to adjust it. Like this. Yeah. Uh, uh. 
No, no. I want to be. I want to <laughs> no. be in control of what I'm eating. Yeah. As much as humanly possible. Uh. So you had a new segment you wanted to add to the podcast? I do, kind of. Kind All of. right. Um, Bring it on. I don't have many at the moment, but I was looking through just some weird fun food facts. Speaking of which, uh, I'm just going to plug our the YouTube channel, Less Tasted. Uh, if you're interested in weird food facts or food travel or anything related to... Uh, Unusual foods. You can go there and see us tasting weird things. You can learn about all sorts of different food facts. Food facts. Have I said that enough? <laughs> yeah, I think you've said that. Quite but yeah, a bit. check us out on YouTube. Uh, less tasted. You'll just see a big old photo of my face. I'm sure if you Google that. Um, out of the few food facts that I, I, I did find, um, I don't have much details at the moment. This sure. is. Something I'm still working on. But um, as a person that eats a lot of broccoli and meat, yep. did you know broccoli contains more protein than steak? It does, yes. Yeah, it's just you have to eat a lot more right. broccoli. And then, right. It's like bugs. It's like insects, yeah. pound for pound, have more protein than chicken breast. Right, but you only can get I mean, so many. Right. You have to, in terms of like if I'm going out into the bush and looking for insects to survive off of, the, the amount of calories it takes to... Harvest all of them while low is still yeah. significantly more than I bludgeon a chicken to death and eat that. <laughs> sure, I guess that's fair. Um, I know. Oh no, you're you're you hate celery, not cucumber. I do hate celery. Yeah, <laughs> I, I enjoy cucumbers. Uh, it's one one of the questions I want to answer at some point sooner. Why are pickles called pickles? Right, instead of because they're pickled. But right, but process. other things are also pickled. Why are why are cucumber pickles specifically called pickles? pickles. Are they, okay, that's fair. I won't ask too many more questions. Yeah, right now. I, I, you... I don't know if I have an answer. I don't know if one exists. It might just be a hey, this is just what happened. Well, I was gonna say like, is cucumber the first thing that got pickled? I'm sure it's not because back in the day there weren't refrigerators, mm-hmm. so a lot of things would have been either dried, salted, cured, or pickled. Did they get accidentally pickled and? Like someone found a half pickled, half cucumber thing. I mean, unless they were leaving their pickle, unless they're leaving their cucumber, just like, well, I'm. Uh, here's how I imagine that happened: a guy comes home from work late at night. He walks into his dimly lit cottage with just a candle and shit, and his wife's just like, "Honey, it's, it's so late. Are you okay?" And he's like, "I'm drunk. I need something to eat." And she's like, "We don't have food because the." The children ate it all. <laughs> okay. And he's just like, give me a cucumber. And he takes a bite of it and he's just like, that's not good. I know. Give me that vinegar. And he dunks the cucumber <laughs> in the vinegar. He's like, that is still not good. And he just puts the cucumber into the vinegar and just like, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> so he wakes up the next morning, hung sure. over. And he's like, why the fuck is there a cucumber, <laughs> cucumber in this in vinegar? vinegar? It's like Reese's. Like, hey, you got, you got chocolate on my peanut butter. <laughs> Like, oh, you got vinegar on my cucumber. And then he takes a bite of it. He's like, that's actually pretty good. I'll just leave this in here longer. Mm-hmm. And his name was John Pickleton or something like that. <laughs> the reason I even brought that up is because... What's your complaint? That celery is basically just water anyways? Okay. <laughs> Before you start... Yep. Did you know that ninety or cucumbers are 95% water? Oh, sure. It's yeah. like watermelons. Are they mostly... Is that why they're they a ton of water. Yeah. Or like cactuses are a lot of liquid as well. Yeah, I know that Um much. So celery. Mm-hmm. 
I hate celery. <laughs> I hate celery. It's 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 oh god. Okay. Celery is like water saw other vegetables and said, I want to be that. And so he, he just willed himself into being celery. He, like the water in the earth grew <laughs> into a stalk of celery. Right. And then he comes to the party. He's like, hey, guys, I'm one of you. And they're like, you're supposed to taste like something, though. You're supposed to taste like something. <laughs> and then like the carrots are just like, just let him. Just let him be. Just let him have it. He's like, we have a vegetable. And they put fucking celery in every fucking thing. They put celery in like chicken salad, tuna salad, pasta salad, potato salad. And just always just a weird little it's, – it, it's, the, it's the texture crunch yeah. mixed with the nothing flavor. Yeah. It just fucking brings nothing to the party. It just adds texture to it. Yeah, but fuck that. Things. Fuck that. I, I don't mind texture, but just have it be fucking you – know, you know what else adds texture? Fucking carrots. <laughs> fucking all sorts of other – cucumbers add texture. They all add texture. That, I mean, yeah. Celery, they give that shit away with wings, and nobody eats that. It's true. They eat the carrots. They eat the wings. They eat the ranch. And they just fucking the two little pieces of celery come back. Everyone needs that on their fucking plate for some fucking reason. And you always hear people. You always hear people talking about ants on a log. I was just gonna say that. I was like, yeah, yeah. I like peanut butter too. Yeah. Okay, that's great. I don't need a delivery device for my peanut butter other than a spoon. Or maybe let's put this shit on a sandwich. Make it something good. Maybe a peanut butter pie. There's so many better uses for peanut butter than like. Trying to balance out the awful, disgusting flavor of fucking celery. It's not disgusting if there's no flavor. It is disgusting if there's no flavor. It <laughs> no, is. It is. Not. It is. Okay, then it tastes like water. No, no, no. Water <laughs> tastes like something. You and I played football together in high school. Sure. One of the best things I've ever tasted in my entire life is fucking a cold glass of water after doing a two-a-day in the middle of a fucking 102-degree Michigan summer True. while playing football. Water tastes delicious. If you don't think water tastes good... You're a fool and you've never fucking worked a day in your life in the hot, hot weather because water is the fucking nectar of wonderful God love. It's true. It's very true. It but tastes it, better than any soda, any juice, anything. Oh, yeah. When you're thirsty as fuck. When you're dying of thirst. When you're dying of thirst <laughs> and it's hot, oh. a nice cold glass of water is the best tasting thing you'll ever have in your entire fucking life. I stand by that <laughs> to this <laughs> day. Mm -hmm. Celery... Like, people are always like, oh, I like to put cheese on. It's like, I like cheese, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Put that on a cracker, and I'll be real happy. As far as the nothing taste or the nothing flavor, like, straight gelatin tastes more like nothing, though. Sure. That, that's – and You're right. I You're think celery know. tastes more like water. No, celery <laughs> tastes more like grass. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it tastes like okay. stringy grass. Like it's like – Wet grass. Sure. <laughs> it's still grass. <laughs> Do you, you ever seen a cow be happy about the way it's eating? No. I guess. They're just dully chewing on their fucking grass. <laughs> but in celery, it's always stringy, and you have those little fibers. I do hate the fibers. Right. I do hate the fibers. Name any person who's listening to this who, who claims to love celery, you better be going out to the store and just buying stocks and just because I'll I'll go down on a bag of carrots right I'll buy a bag of carrots and just eat carrots yeah because I love carrots I ate too many carrots once yeah way too many I've never in my life been like I just need some celery no I've been craving I've craved a tomato I've craved an onion anytime I watch the movie Holes where they go up into the mountains and they find that like onion 
patch or whatever. Sure. And they're like, this is the best onion I ever had. Every time I watch that scene, I'm like, man, I want an onion. I want to go down on an onion right now. That sounds great. Never celery. You've never, I mean, like, you, if, if a character in a movie was just all about celery, it, he would be the villain. Agent Smith from The Matrix goes home and enjoys celery. That feels, that feels appropriate. Right? That feels appropriate. It's, it's bland and awful at the same time. Yeah, the only time I, I really want celery to that degree is with peanut butter. Right. I do like to add it into things. I'll, so, it's part of the holy trinity of vegetables. Sure. I will certainly put it into stuff if... I feel like it's helpful, hmm. but most of the things, I mean, like if I'm roasting a chicken, if I'm making a soup, you know, if I'm making pasta salad, certainly hmm. no celery. No? No. Wait, not in soup either? Nope. Oh. I'm not unless it's like a celery soup hmm. or, a, or a mixed vegetable soup, hmm. uh, maybe like a gumbo or something that traditionally calls for it. Hmm. Um, and again, like if you cook it and mix it with a bunch of other stuff, Sure. I like all those flavors as well. Right. But who's who's eating a big bowl of gumbo and like, you know what the best part of this is? The, the celery. celery. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. I, I guess I'll go back to the texture thing, but I think that's why I add celery into some things because typically it's like onions for me is adds to texture, but onions also come with their own flavor. Right. And I don't want to overpower whatever I'm adding with too much onion. Sure. So then I supplement in celery to give it a little more crunched. You know what I recommend? Leeks. 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 They're basically big, stocky right. onions, kind of, I guess. Yeah. Uh, they're real good. They're pretty mellow, and they've got some good crunch to them. You just can't overcook them. Right, and they're kind of like scallions, I would assume? Yeah, like a bigger, fatter scallion, almost. Okay. Uh, a little more in the consistency, closer to celery? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, in terms of like the crunchiness, because yeah. I mean, scallions are just so small. It'd be like the yeah. white part of the scallion. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Leeks are good. I will. I will keep that in mind. But yes, I, I hate celery. Uh, celery is celery is the customer of the food world. <laughs> no, celery's not rude. It is. It is. It's rude to my mouth. It's rude to my palate. Celery is more like the passive aggressive manager. <laughs> no, you know who the passive aggressive manager is? Pretzels. The no, celery of no. the snack world. No, 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 no. Yes. Pretzels, pretzels are the customer. No, 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 no. Pretzels are passive aggressive because they're in every fucking thing. Okay, that, I guess that's fair. They're like cranberries and juice. You always see like cran apple, cran oh, okay. whatever. Yeah, cran grape. Cran grape, all that shit. Cranberry, whatever, whoever's in charge of the PR for cranberries is doing a great job. But pretzels... They must be the same person. They're everything. You ever get a bag of munchies? You know what the worst part of that is? It's just a bag of happiness except for the fucking pretzels. Except for the fucking celery-ass pretzels. And again, it's the same argument. People are always like, oh, I love pretzels with cheese. I like cheese too. But some people legitimately like pretzels. Yeah, I like a hot pretzel, but that's a different thing. I'm talking those little stupid-ass baby soft pretzels. They're just harsh and aggressive in your fucking mouth. Mm. I hate those. I hate them so much, especially in a bag of munchies. Because I, it doesn't matter how you approach a bag of munchies. You can go into it with, with two mentalities. It's either like, okay, I'm gonna just going to reach in there and get whatever I get. Or you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to try real hard to get all these fucking pretzels out of this bag. I definitely do that. Typically what I do is... 
I try to eat as many pretzels as I possibly can and then start enjoying the rest of the bag. <laughs> right. The problem is it's not – there's four ingredients in a bag of munchies. It's not quarters each. It's no. not equal parts of anything. It's like 20% good shit and then 80% pretzels. <laughs> Because they just want to get rid of them because they're garbage and they're awful. If you go to a party, if you go to a party and there's a, a bunch of snacks out, the bowl of pretzels is going to be the least popular thing. Yeah. Just like if you have a veggie tray, the celery on that bullshit is going to be the least popular thing. Every time. Those two things are in a little camp together. They're just so pleased with themselves. I, I eat celery over cauliflower. I love cauliflower. I love it. Mm. I love it cooked. I love it raw. Mm. A little bit of Thousand Island on some cauliflower. Mm. Ah, it's like a, it's like, it's like the, the Bizarro broccoli. Yeah, it's definitely the Bizarro broccoli. Yeah, it's and great. Bizarro Superman is not as good as Superman. I think they're just different. <laughs> I just think they're different. I have had the um the the vegan wings that are made out of cauliflower. Those are actually pretty good. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I mean, you tempura batter a pencil, uh, a pencil, it's going to taste pretty good. Sure. It was calamari, but like hose that you fucking deep fry. Hose? Hose. Like a spraying the, the garden hose. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were. that's what you were saying. Yes. yes. <laughs> hose, yes. Hose, yes. Well, I mean, I, there are at least three different... Um, definitions for hose spelled the same way. Yes, I certainly. didn't know if there was a fourth food one. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, not to my knowledge. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, just I want to just end on a, a public service announcement, real quick. If you're a customer, and for some reason you're listening to this still, mm-hmm. just be cool, man. Like, just don't be a dick. That's really what it boils down to. Don't be a dick. Nobody at nobody at the place you're going to is having the most fun they could possibly be having. Hmm. So just bear that in mind. And the better you are to the people waiting on you, the better service you will have. Absolutely. That's and tip your fucking waiters real well. Like just uh, yeah. <laughs> I would also like to add my own PSA. Um, if you have a food allergy, please let us know. Even if you think we don't have it in-house, even if you're like, oh, I just won't order this, let us know because you never know what's going on back there. And it's important, like, let's say for whatever reason you're allergic to onions and the server forgets to put it on there or something like that. Oh, shoot, I meant to say no onions on this. Well, we'll just take the onions off. Yeah. If no one informs us you're allergic, then we don't know that. Right. And we won't just make you a new one or something like that. Or if it's like you can't have shrimp, well, shrimp's been cooked all over this flat top. If I know that, then I can cook your food in a pan or something. Right. Like that. It's very important. Also, if you're allergic to, like, shrimp or onions, maybe don't get a dish that's full of shrimp and onions. Right. And then yeah. ask for a bunch of substitutions. Yeah. Like, I'll work with you, absolutely. I don't want to kill anybody in the restaurant. But, like, if I'm, if I'm allergic to sunlight, I'm not going to be like, hey, let's take a vacation in the desert. Right. Or, like... Antarctica during its 24-hour sun period or something like that, you know? Like, if something's going to kill me, I'm going to avoid it. Yeah, if you're allergic to fish, don't go to a sushi place. And also, like, I got... So I'm... About 80% of what I eat during the day is vegetarian. Mm-hmm. I try to be as vegetarian as possible. Uh, 
But if you're a, ve- a vegan or a vegetarian and you're going out to a restaurant that's not specifically vegan or vegetarian, maybe don't be upset if they don't have a lot of vegan or vegetarian options. Yeah. And if you're one of those like hardcore vegans where it's like the food you prepare for me cannot be prepared in a pan that touched other fucking meat. Go somewhere else. Then go somewhere else. Go somewhere else. I've, had, I've literally had a customer one time. He was a vegan. He was going through the entire menu because he wanted to talk to the chef. So he's like, hey, can you make this vegan? I'm like, uh, well, the dressing has this, this has that, whatever. Right. Finally settled on something, and he wanted, like, basically a veggie bowl. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, yeah, that's no problem. I can use olive oil. I can do veggies. All that shit segregated. Fine, no problem. And he's like, well, what about the pan? I was like, what about it? He's like, has meat ever been in that pan? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's like, well, do you have a clean pan? I'm like, well, they've been clean. They've been sanitized. Right. He's like, well, I need a new pan that's never had meat in it. <laughs> I was like, I don't have that. There's no. nothing in the kitchen that's never, never touched meat. meat. Right. And he was like, well, can I pay you money to go to the store and buy a new pan and then you pay me back? I'm like, absolutely not. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. Like, dude, I'm willing to try to accommodate right. you. Now you're going too far. But like, Jesus Christ, man. So yeah, like again, that's being a dick. Yep. You know, don't proselytize your beliefs that much, you know. Just, you got to just understand what you're getting into. You got to understand where you are, what's going on. Research the restaurant a little bit before you go into it. Right. Or if you don't, then just be cool with whatever. Yeah, especially if you have that specific of food needs. Right. Uh, real quick, proselytize? Uh, it's like what religious people do. Mm. Like they go out and they're like, let me tell you about Jesus. Like, Pro- don't. Oh, like pro- profit a lot. This ties? Pro- <laughs> yep. Yep. That's yep. how you okay. say it. Well, there we go. Don't profit a lot. Don't, don't profit from. <laughs> <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Now. Yes. So while we're, uh, we're signing off here, just want to say again, check us out on YouTube, Less Tasted. You can also follow us on Instagram. Again, less tasted. Uh, we got some new, new exciting things happening this year that we're gonna, we're gonna start implementing. Uh, so yeah, feel free to follow us, like all our stuff. Uh, every Friday we release the podcast, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, and this has been Kitchen Open Late, but the kitchen is now closed, so get the fuck out. Peace.